episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. Podcast of the beast with Jarvis Leatherby. How you doing? Hello. In-house. In-house. Yep. He's looking a little worse for wear here today. Not as bad as me and Nesbitt. Big yep. show last night. Yeah, it was great. Yep. Night Demon in, in St. John's, Newfoundland at the Rock House. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool yeah. to be here. Really That's, awesome show. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a nice to be here. It's one of those things that I'm sure you guys didn't think we would ever come here. But I didn't. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm at the time me and Josh spent like... Yeah. Checking the tour at, list, yeah. Like your tour dates yeah. and looking at vacation time and airline mm-hmm. tickets and almost like trying to swing a trip. Yeah. And, and then, then next thing you know, you're you in our hometown. It was pretty cool. That's yeah. it, man. You know? Yeah, when we, you texted yeah. me that, that was awesome. Yeah. We, so, so how did that come about? You met uh, Justin. Yeah, so this guy, Justin Dean, he's really cool. We played the mm. 70,000 Tons of Metal, and he was on the boat. He also saw us at Bang Your Head Festival in Germany, but we had never met. Like, he had never approached us or, or anything like that. And... Um, uh, I went to a festival in Houston called Hell's Heroes, and I just went to go to the show because my friend was putting it on, and uh, he was there, and he got all hammered at the pre-party Voivod was playing, and, yeah. and he was like, man, I'm from Newfoundland, man, and I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get you guys out there. He does a festival out here, and we couldn't, we were busy, you know, when he was doing it, we couldn't make it, so he's like, let's do, let's just do a one-off, and I was like, really? Okay. So, um, you know, like, we're sitting there watching the show, and like, his phone goes off and he pulls his phone out of his pocket. It's like I had already emailed him, you know, and he's like, oh, damn, like, you're quick, you know. So he's like, okay, he, like wakes up the next day all hungover. He's like, I guess I got to keep my word, you know. Yeah. So, but it was cool. It was successful. And it was like the most people he ever had at a show and like the best yeah. pre-sale he's ever had here, oh, yeah. which is really cool, you know. And it was cool yeah. to see people in the front knowing the words. We're like, wow, yeah. you know. And it's like, so he's totally tied into the local scene. But he said half the people he had never seen before. And so that was like something that was really cool because, you know, California, it's the same thing. The metal scene's really tight in L.A., but when bigger bands or mainstream bands come to town, you're like, wow, who are these people? You know, because there's a lot of people that just, they're not involved in the music scene and they only go to bigger shows or like they just don't know people or they're just at home gaming or smoking pot and like they go see a bigger band or that comes to town and it's like, okay, wow, there is a scene here. Sometimes you don't yeah. know. You just think it's like, it's just like your clique of people, you yeah. know, and, then it, and it takes sometimes a bigger band or a, or a band to come from really far away to kind of that's make right. it something where people come out. And then that's cool because people meet each other and like, that's how things get going, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was, was cool. it was an amazing show. That was a, Nesbitt yeah, and I rocked a long out. night. Yeah, we rocked <laughs> it really hard. Morning. Yeah. Hair of the dog. Yeah, we better get to this pair. So let's get a, yeah. What is this, Hazy State? Dog. Here are the dogs. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. So we call a beer here in the morning. I, I don't know. That's not a Newfoundland thing here. The no, no, not at all. The hair of the like dog is, right? is just the Irish yeah. thing. Hair of the dog is just basically, you know, if you're sick from something, like take more of it to get. To, you know, like, like, That's such an Irish logic, too, yeah, right? Like you're sick from drink. Oh, have you tried drinking? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Right? So this like, is a collective arts hazy state IPA. Hazy state in California, the hazy IPA thing's getting really big. Yeah. You know, and I think it's more based on you know the color of it or how it you know how it yeah, looks it's kind unfiltered, of unfiltered. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, because most IPAs is. IPA is total California thing too, you know. Like mm. most of it, it, and it started with like uh, Sierra Nevada, which is like a really like a domestic IPA. It's been around for years, but now it's there's so many microbrews in California. So many. This is mad. This reminds mm. me of a uh, shout out to um, uh, Made West out of California. Their hazy IPA tastes a, tastes a lot like this actually, and they're expanding mm. a lot. They're doing really well. So mm. it's all about the marketing. So man, collective you know? arts. I think I they get a different artist to do right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The uh, cool. the the Night Demon beer is coming out um, April third, twenty twenty. Nice. Uh, we we're we are playing the uh, Decibel Magazine Beer and Metal Fest um, in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, it's great. And yeah, so um, Golden Horn um, Brewery out of Cleveland is doing the uh, Night Demon Darkness Remains IPA. Oh, awesome! Nice. It's a seven point three percent black IPA. Cool. Is what they call it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's really cool. It's um, deadly. Yeah. I'll we show you guys get... the can art. Yeah. But yeah, they're canning it and uh we're, we're gonna debut it then. So mail it up. We'll do it it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, you well, pay the customs, I'll do it. I'll yeah, do it. <laughs> done. Done. I just afraid what you're putting in that envelope. <laughs> Anthrax. <laughs> Take this Canada. Sleeping invading Nader to the north. <laughs> oh, God. 
So last night was amazing. Thank um, you. Quite the set list. Yeah, say, yeah the, set list was awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Played yeah. Uh, Howling, Howling Man. Yeah. yeah. Full speed ahead. Yeah, Hallowgrounds like my favorite. Remains. Yeah. yeah. I like Stranger yeah. in the Room, too. Yeah, oh, thanks. Awesome, yeah. Awesome yeah. Awesome thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, like, uh, we've been doing a lot of one-offs this year. So, mm. you know, when you're when we're on a tour, um, we always try and do, like, the Maiden thing where it's like you, you know, your tour set is your tour set, yep. you know? I mean, it's kind of, it's, for hardcore fans, it's a little bit of a bummer because you, you know what you're going to get, you right. know? But as opposed to like, you know, Metallica mixes it up every night, you know, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool because, but it kind of sucks too, because, you know, like you, you could be like, oh, great. Last night they played, they played Ride the Lightning and then Hit the Lights, you know, yeah. and then tomorrow you're going to get okay. Fuel and Memory. Yeah. They decided to do the whole right? Satan yeah. yeah. album. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, they've been doing, they've yeah, been doing uh, Frantic. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but, uh, but, you know, with Maiden, the thing is, is like, it's such a, it's it's like a, it's such a big production. Like yeah. you can't, you can't just go to your crew one that day and go, yeah, hey, uh, you know, let's swap out this song for that. It's like, yeah. dude, we have backdrops for every song. There's no LED <laughs> yeah, wall. Inflatable. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's like people's like, like somebody could die if, yeah, if they don't true. do, yeah. you know, it's like there's an <laughs> explosion, right. you know, or like. So know. I had an email from a listener, and we had a back and forth talking about this. Mm. And about how we thought it would be a cool idea if Maiden had the static set list, but the first song in the encore always changed. Where you don't have that much fanfare, or you just have yeah, the normal, it's right? It's just the straight up, just maybe the Eddie comes out. Or, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So they do Iron Maiden, yeah. they go off, you come back, and they have one song, you never know what you're going to get. And they could dig out a rarity. You could. I, I mean, think that fine. would be cool. I think it would be cool. Yeah. I think well, that would especially be cool. with people that see like 10, 12, 14 shows on a tour. Yeah. It'd be something different. It'd be also kind of cruel, though, wouldn't it? That, like, you know, you, you went to three shows, and then the fourth one you couldn't get to because you had to go back to work or the kids or whatever, and then they play, like, your favorite song yeah. that's never yeah. been played before. That's totally. just cruel. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, Maiden, is, the tours are just, like, its own experience, right? Yeah. Which is, like, it's like a movie. It's like a Broadway show. It's like you expect this. So there's a different kind of... Right. There's two takes on it. I can yeah. see the value of both. I think it would be cool, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can, too. You know, and I don't know. It's just... I just there's just so much respect I have for that band and just you know I mean they just don't they don't give a shit like they mm. stick to their guns like it is what it is you know and but the thing is too now with the internet and stuff it's like even Book of Souls tour it's like the first show was like on that tour was like in Atlanta or something and I'm like like full show YouTube stream I'm like I don't care how shitty it is I'm watching it yeah. and I'm like and yeah. I'm like and I'm gonna experience it and like look at you know, it's like the set and the set list, and it's like, okay, that's what it is. And I still went to two shows on that tour, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, it's just so much different being there in person. I would like, love to do the first show of the tour. Remember the when we had our episode where we had... Oh, yeah, where you guys... Yeah. I was in I was in uh, Hamburg, Germany, and we had rented a studio, and we were walking to rehearse. We, we caught, like... We had to take, like, three trains and a bus, and I was mm-hmm. listening to that live uh walking down the street you know listening or listening to when you guys <laughs> yeah. put it out yeah and you guys are getting tweets from fans and stuff yeah. or like you're like we're constantly monitoring it and it's great and joss is just like oh yeah. deadly yeah oh we my had God, a, a clansman like greg Harden. yeah greg yeah greg, yeah and he was at the talent like, for the greater good of god <laughs> oh my god no way. when they when yeah. the second blaze yeah. uh song came out me and josh were just like your guys' so. predictions were way off, though. Actually, you... They you were know. too bad. I, I had was, 11. I had 9. No, yeah, I, I... I had 11. 11 was the guy that but won. The, no, I had but, 11. But the sequence, you know? I I or no, that. I had... Maybe I had 9. I had 9. And the, the winner, winner had 11. Had 11. Yeah, no, okay. I, I, I tapped you on that one. That was one where I beat you. I just pulled these clips. Oh, let's get... Listen to you a didn't beat me. I actually <laughs> liked your guys' set list. Like, I thought that was... The, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. My set list. Yeah, pretty good, you know. But, of course, you always have to, like... You know, I was wondering how much you were putting in there as far as, like, kind of not what you wanted, but what you expected. Well, we you did, know what too. Saying? So the first yeah. one was my, what I thought. And that's right. when I went back and crunched all the statistics from every set list. Right, okay. And I was like, okay. they play this one, <laughs> yeah. then they don't play for five years, okay. then they do, and okay. now it's been another five okay. years, they're yeah. going to play it. That's, Interesting. Well, I can't remember which song yeah. that was, but it didn't It'd work It'd be like th- three versions of Talisman. Right. <laughs> we got to pick it, right? You know what's funny is, like, I've been to so many shows in my life that, like, I'm usually the guy now that, like, even I saw Kiss on my birthday this year, mm-hmm. like... Like when the encore was ready to come, like I'm out because like I don't need to see rock and roll all night, and I want to get home. Yeah. I don't want to be in the parking lot for four hours, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but with Maiden, I always just stay to the end, always, always. Yeah. And like even though, it, but it just hurt me this time because I was like, "Here comes Run of the Hills." Yeah. Like I know it's coming. 
I don't yeah. need to see it. I yeah. wish it was the first song and not the last, you know? Yeah. But like it's a good closer, but I know what you mean. <sighs> yeah. When I mean, we saw is. when they did what was the closer in on the Book of Souls? It was uh, Blood Brothers into Wasted Years for the last yeah. two songs. That was an awesome way to end a concert. God, I can't remember now. I yeah, actually, right. you know what? I kind of feel like, uh, like if you saw, like, so us last night, like we ended our set with Darkness Remains, uh, which is the closer of our most recent album. Yeah. And like, I like, and of course we did an encore, but but I, where we always play the song Night Demon, you know, and then we yeah. closed, then we closed with Wasted, Wasted Years. Wasted Years, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. But, uh, but I'm always a fan of like, hey, end this, end this, End the show how you end the album. Like, I would love to see Hollowed as the last song. Like, end it on such an epic high note. Yeah. You know? Like, we don't need the party song. Like, we're, we've we been partying all night, dude. Yeah. You know, like, I end, just, like give me something. See, I, I, want a, I want a tear in my eye when I but leave. But that's what know? happened like, with Blood Brothers and Wasted Years. Yeah. Me and Josh, the whole night, were just, like, throwing up our horns right. and, like, yeah. screaming and rocking Losing out. And then, blo- and, like, Blood Brother com- comes on. Me and Josh got our yeah. arm around each other. Like, yeah, and then Wasted too. Years. And I was like, oh, man. Blood Brothers is great. I kind of wish that was in the legacy set you yeah. know yeah. i think that's like as of the newer era like that's definitely in the top three top five of like you know the staying power songs you yeah. know and, it, and it's got such a great vibe it's it every time i hear it it's just this is oh, it's dude, just it's a nation great. and we're all one it's and it's great. just like People everybody it. because it, it ties so well into what a maiden gig is in the lead up everyone with their the shirts easy get the day of the gig, even the day before, the day before that, you'll see people at church, you'll be throwing horns, you know, everybody's oh, like absolutely. together, right? Absolutely. You know, and uh, that's just like the the, the culmination of it. Yeah, also. absolutely. Absolutely. So you saw Maiden on September 14th in uh, California, you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He had showed me this, or he had sent this to me. I didn't notice it until he pointed it out this morning. <laughs> um, yeah. On the ticket that you sent, it says, starting for Iron Maiden, the Raven Edge. <laughs> the Raven Edge. Like you said, imagine how Night Demon got to open for Maiden and they misspelled you on the <laughs> yeah. ticket. Yeah. Like, it would kill you. Oh, man, that's yeah. just terrible. You know, I mean, those guys are trying to gain some traction here, you know. They're playing the biggest market of the tour, you know. Yeah, the and they... Bank of California Stadium, dude. You know, it's fucking huge. It's huge. And it's like completely Completely sold out, like not no, not even scalpers, man. They yeah. just they, there's no tickets, you no know. Tickets. And yeah, then they're the Raven Edge, you know. It's like <laughs> it's like come on, how are you gonna I get think that? That's right? so appropriate, though. Yeah, you know I, what I mean, I, like there's a certain amount that's awesome about that. I mean, they were really good. I mean, it's not my thing at all, you know. But it's just I, I don't know, man. There's this whole theory out there that. Hey, if you if you open for a band like Maiden, you know, or Sabbath or Metallica or you know the, any the big guys, Priest, like it's not going to do anything for your band. Like I I don't believe that at all. I think mm. the reason why it said that is because these bands are taking out openers that the audience doesn't give a shit about. So yeah. like and you know and anybody, I mean not to be mean or anything. I mean I respect I respect everybody's art and what they do. There's just a there's a scene for everything, right? And yeah. so if I'm at a Maiden show and like mm. somebody loses their mind over over a band like that and they're, they're like the then I'm like I don't want to be I I don't want this guy at the show, you yeah, know? That's like, right. Like, you know, so I don't know. But I I'm with you on this. Like I look at it a few different ways. I mean, I've I've talked at length about how before a Maiden show I don't like being distracted with other bands, but I do pay attention to who's there. It's just that it's been pretty dismal. And you know, if there was a band in there that I could gravitate to, the fact that they would choose it, you know, that Maiden would pick them, especially if they would shout out to them when they got on, or you know, maybe if they picked one that was regionally based and and so it oh, showcased that would be local, killer. that would be awesome. So we were talking about yeah. that a while ago about if because we were talking about in L.A. Fozzie did the one-off right. opener, yeah. and South America they've got some local bands opening, right? And I was like, how come they don't just get rid of the Raven Age? And in every whatever market they go to, they get a regional band to open. You know, I mean, well, first of all, let's not let's not um, let's not forget that that it's a family thing. Yeah, well, okay? yeah, we're like, all overlooking I mean, the. You know, it's like I would. Uh, you know, most kids have famous parents want to distance themselves a little bit. Know, you know, yeah. but like. I, and and you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't give the throw their kids a bone like that. They're like, look, yeah. this is my job. Like, I'll help you out, but you know, yeah, yeah. behind the scenes, right? You know, yeah, yeah. exactly. Don't worry, Rod's working on a deal for you. You know, <laughs> like not like I'm, but you're not playing with us, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. But and so, do they need five or six legs of yeah, tours? Yeah. Like, how many well, times does the Raven Age open? Right. Huh? This is the same. I would actually rather see Lauren Harris. You know, yeah. like again. But yeah, well, she's uh, some of her stuff. We covered it. Uh, yeah. We did yeah. an episode on it. And you know, with Richie Faulkner in, in the yeah. band, you know. But uh, but uh, 
you know, aside from the the family thing, you know, there's been other tours, you know, like when Killswitch Engage opened up the Europe, yeah. you know, and like those guys, those guys have earned their keep. They're very good at what they do, and yeah. they're a popular band. But see, the, a band like Maiden, they just don't they don't need an opener like to sell tickets. They don't. No. But if they want to have an opener, I think it's it just I don't know. It would be great to to give the fans something, you know, give them some some future for the because like mm. or maybe they're just oblivious to it yeah right yeah i don't even know how much they because they're, well, they're such smart Steve businessmen this right way, maybe yeah. they maybe that's just something that they're just not mm. hip to or tied into anymore you know like a, about about you know who knows maybe they don't know about bands like us or that this this other subculture that they created exists you know yeah. and maybe they think like okay music is forward progress and what's new is new and today and what's new tomorrow is new tomorrow and we want to be we need to we need to acknowledge that and not mm. be like dinosaurs of our own time you know that could be the thought process too yeah yeah but well, you know a rising tide lifts all ships right absolutely. and if you get if you get local if you get local um fans into a local metal band right and you get that the you know the 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 guy who's coming back to maiden he's got his nephew or son or whoever and they see the local band that's more their age gets them in it only builds the whole industry and there's no way that's ever going to negatively hurt Maiden. no 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 only lift all of it and it it raises metal's profile right which is you know i think more important than just you know having your son on on tour with you no i completely agree i completely agree Mm. like you know i saw van halen i think like uh cool in the gang was the opener or like earth Mm. wind and fire i was like but but why you know like like so i don't know maybe i'm just a jealous uh musician i'm obsessed with this band and like i just want god damn it i've earned it you know like yeah but you know but hey anyway look you know you guys came out last night and that was cool and you know i'm glad we got to display to you like the what 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 we have to offer like yeah. in, in a live environment yeah. you know and hopefully that like you guys can understand now on a more personal level that like you put us on a stage or on a tour like that like we're gonna give we're gonna give people something to like yeah. we're gonna give them a a, a reason to the, of hope for yeah. for what's happening you know like yeah. like to carry on the groundwork that these bands like this have have laid down you know yeah. well, we listen to the albums you know nonstop yeah. and then. The live darkness we've listened yeah. to a ton. Yeah, yeah. But then to see it on stage in front of you, it's like, wow. it's amazing. It's, amazing. it's so high paced. Yeah. That's yeah. what I just loved about it. Like, yeah. I, I, and to be honest with you, it's kind of a contradiction for me. I, I went from the Metallica and Pantera days where right. I loved the pace, right. and then I've become such a Maiden fan. I wax on here all the time about the ballads. Right. But like, I've started to some of Blaze's stuff lately, and you know all the other bands we've been introduced, and there's a lot of pace in what you do, and I love it. Like, yeah. and I, yeah. it's kind of. It's not something I thought I'd get as into as I am. You yeah. know, like last night, that was just electric. Yeah. And like, it was nonstop. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I don't know. It's a sport, a like I machine. said, you know? Like, yeah. it's, you know, we're there. It's a performance, too, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's like, we we want to keep, you know, even the way we design the set, there's ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we don't want to sound redundant. And, and, you know, people get... But people have such short attention spans these days. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? I was so... In the audience last night, I didn't see ever at any point anybody on their phone or yeah. like it was great yeah man. it yeah. was like wow this is awesome yeah. you know yeah. but uh but you know all of that stuff is you trial and error and it's like going to see maiden going to see bands like this and like you kind of just say okay well look they're not they're not they're not fucking off you know mm. it's like they're they're doing you know they, they have a plan to what how they're how they're gonna do this you know and again, like I think we've done it enough. Like that, uh, Nesbitt was backstage yesterday, right before mm-hmm. we went on. He's like, "Oh yeah, I don't want to punish you guys. I know you guys got to get ready." We're like, "No, no, no, we're cool. We do this every day. Like, here, take a shot of Fireball." You know? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Our warm up is the first song, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, but yeah, I definitely sweat uh, a, a good a couple buckets last night. You yeah, know? You were yeah. yeah. I saw you bring out your uh, wristbands. Yeah, <laughs> like water pouring out of them. Yeah, that's always yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love the way you both came forward and the. Front of the stage and like leaned and you you almost look like you're ten feet tall. Do you notice that? Yeah, like they just really had cool. this way yeah. of you you guys were like leaning out over. Right. I don't know how you do that, but like you would just had this real presence. DDP and, like, yeah. yoga. That's my thing, dude. Thank you, Diamond Dallas Page. Dude, I love it, man. I have the app, and I I try and do it uh, every day, you know, when I'm on the road. And it's, like, it's helped my flexibility and, like, my my leg strength, you know? But, um, yeah, I'd like an endorsement, please, DDP, because, like, it's, like, it's an expensive app. Let's have another beer. All right. I'm I'm, I'm itching. What's this one? This is the 
Bose Brewery Wag the Wolf White IPA. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. Nice. Maiden yeah. has a beer. Have you guys tried all of them yet? We've been through them I've all. I've tried. Let me think. We did. The tr- I did the Trooper. Okay. Yeah. I well, tried obviously, the right. Six six six. The red and the black. Yeah. The Hallowed. Someone yeah. sent us Sun and Steel. Yeah. Which is the Neil. one that? Which is the one that has like the sake in it? That's the Sun, That's and, the sun steel. and Steel. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the green? You know flash? what? I got two of those still up in the fridge. I'll, we should oh, we should do one. Right. Let's yeah. do one next. Yeah. Is there one called the Green Flash or? No, there's yeah. a in Brazil. They have a. There's an IPA. It's Trooper Brazil. IPA, okay, but it's a local brewery down there in okay. partnership, so it's not oh, quite a trooper beer. Yeah, I'd like to give. I feel a sh- like I'm forgetting one too. Yeah, well, there was the one we had Red on Black tour. Hallowood. There was six, the one six, on the six. Book of Souls tour, the special one. We didn't do it on the podcast, but we had it when we were on the road. The six 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 is the trooper, but it's brewed to six point right, right. So it's just a bit stronger. I've only had no, the, the standard Red and the Black trooper was the and one the Red and the Black. Red yeah. and the Blacks have upstairs. Yeah, too. okay. Yeah. yeah, Red and the Black. Speaking of South America, yeah, shout out to um, Headbangers Magazine in Argentina and Made in Argentina. Great maiden organization out there, man. Yeah. Like big time maiden heads. Yeah, and those yeah. guys are cool, man. They're on top of shit, you know? Cool. They yeah. have a Facebook page? Yeah, oh, yeah. They got everything. Base. Yeah, they're great. But Headbangers Magazine is great out there, too. They cover all, it's like the metal magazine that covers all the stuff you want. Like oh, even yeah. the mainstream stuff, but the cool stuff. And then the total underground stuff. Yeah, they're great. Big maiden heads, though. Cool, for sure. That's awesome. Who's not? I guess these days, right? Who's not? Everybody. Do you think into... maiden right now are the biggest they've ever been? Yes, by, by far. far. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. By far. Do you mm. think they're bigger than Metallica now? No. Yeah, I don't either. No, Metallica's, Metallica's the, the biggest. Name. Metallica's the biggest band in the world. Yeah. yeah. They, and I think by and touring numbers, you know, they have numbers that just came out. Like the gross revenue of touring over the last twenty years is beat. Is it's it's the highest. You they know, do so. have a like they have like. Two three thousand dollar VIP package thing. So I wonder if that factors into it. Yeah, Kiss has seventy five hundred dollar VIP package. <laughs> okay, I did the that. I did the Sabbath one and it was like fifteen hundred, but it was my birthday and it was the last tour. Yeah. So like you know, and but, to be honest, if there was a thing like that, but you got, I got to I you know you get to watch Soundcheck and then you yeah. get to meet them and like just to see cool. the Soundcheck, yeah, right? yeah, yeah Soundcheck right. Yeah, oh great. yeah, for you sure. You get to meet them too. Yeah, yeah, and like, but you know, the Kiss one is like seventy five hundred bucks to do <laughs> yeah. that. You know, the problem they did that and made in fifteen hundred dollars, there'd be like four thousand people. Trying yeah, to meet you know, right. That's that's a good. That's point. the problem. That's a yeah. good point. You know, I would argue with with uh, Metallica fans. Um, Metallica's way bigger. I agree, but they got much broader reach. Like I meet people that oh, are not course. really dude, just I've, so mainstream, but they love Metallica. Dude, I went to jail and the, like the yeah. girl processing the shit was like all yeah, you know, like in a metal bench. Oh, I love Metallica. You know, like, like yeah. okay, you yeah. know, like in the jail. You know, <laughs> so it's like, or the doctor's office. You know, like yeah. I mean, they have radio hits. Okay, they that's do, the difference. Yeah. You know, so they they do. they do have a wider reach. You know, yeah. and Maiden just does it. And the whole thing about Maiden is, um, you know, back in the day, I see this live after death um, print here on the wall. Mm. I mean, that's what did it. You know, this three three four nights at Long Beach Arena. Like, you know, with no support from the mainstream, whatever, sold out, yeah. sold that stuff out. That's just the band grinding and grinding yeah, and yeah. grinding. Organic growth. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, it got to a point where they kind of broke, they broke metal in the States. They were the ones that really did it from the underground. And then, you know, of course, the major labels, shit, even though we're on one, I mean, they suck. Like, like they're always the last to know what's cool. Yeah. So when they find out too late, they just try and fabricate it. And then That's it right. gets watered down, and then you have a, a grunge revolution or something like yeah, this, yeah. you know, yeah. which has still, which has, still has many elements of yeah. metal and hard rock, yeah. you know, but without the the lameness of the 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 fake image and all yeah. this stuff, you know. Well, nowadays, like it, back in the day, the big record labels when they had to when there was so much with production of discs and, and mm-hmm. records and all that stuff and touring and all that stuff was so complex that you needed the infrastructure and there was a whole radio management and communication space. Oh, yeah. Now you can handle so much of that with social media. You know, you can handle so much of the distribution on your own that it's a whole new model now. And like you said, you know, they could be behind the times and, and, and absolutely. But you're you're now like nineteen when you're dealing directly with fans. You get real time feedback on everything you're doing and that's a new model for yeah. fans. So the the difference though is that now there's just so much noise out there. Yeah. That it's like you really have to be special to break through. Yeah, like, yeah. And I find that the best way to do that is like just having your own niche market. 
That's right. You know, just you have you there's a, there's something special that you do and there's a there's a market and a community mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. And that's kind of like with our thing and that's just heavy metal fans, you know? Yeah. It's worldwide, but it's tight knit. It's not huge. Yeah. You can't look at like Maiden and Metallica and go like that's heavy metal. It's not. Like mm-hmm. they the bands maybe, but the audience is so much broader than that. That's right. You know, or just like Ghost, it's like well, their music, they're not really a metal band anymore, you know, but, but, you know, the whole gimmick behind it and the the whole mm. stage show and stuff like that's what people are kind of buying into, like the image or the brand of the band. Yeah. Same with Iron Maiden. It's like they never changed their logo. Like yeah. they've gone through all these ebbs and flows, but now people see it like as a novelty or that it's cool. Like, you know, I've, I've known f- close friends that have gone to shows on this last tour that like have never been to a metal show like that big or like. They didn't know any of the songs. None of them, like none of the main songs. They didn't know any of them. No. But they're like, I have to go because, you know, word on the street, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah you're hearing yeah. about Maiden now. Well, right? these guys like, are, crazy. you know, I've always known about them, but it's yeah. kind of like a thing of like, you know, um, it's not taken super seriously. It's just mm. like, hey, here's a fun night out where I'm going to see like a crazy stage show and like see people like get excited about uh swords and you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, right totally. it's almost like if man war was still touring, you know what i'm saying like it's just like some people see it like that how we yeah. would see man war is just like this is just so over the top kind of cheesy like yeah i want to go but and, then i find we were talking about this is it there is this big stage set and it is over the top but like the music underneath and the musicianship it's there, amazing to fucking anchor yeah. it whereas like a guar you'd go is a oh, joke yeah. but there's nothing yeah. there underneath nothing yeah. it's yeah. just I mean there is but we just don't it's it's not good enough to to, to hook you in to yeah. even go into it if, right? if, yeah. guar, was, a, if guar took the makeup off like kissed it and yeah. they decided to do a tour with just the guys would anyone go no yeah exactly and that's a that's a deep rabbit hole now because that band has a huge discography so if you're yeah. gonna get into that band now it's like jeez <laughs> and the main guy's dead you know yeah. so um but uh, but yeah no with the um, you know musically obviously Maiden is amazing you know yeah. mm-hmm. and like my introduction to them was just music I didn't know what they looked like or anything yeah. I didn't uh, and it was just it that's what made me who I am so uh, but if you're not into that kind of stuff then you're you know I think just longevity has made the band bigger yeah I mean yeah. that's really but it. the quality in piece is is so huge because yeah. people still say like. You know, when you tell them about Maiden, some sometimes you'll meet people that you know are older or age, or say they're still on the go, and and what's that like? And they think it's a nostalgia tour. Yeah, I've told people you said, about it yeah. too, and they're like, "Oh, they're still on the go." They're still what's on the go. What's like? like? And I'm like, "No, no, no." Yeah, yeah. I understand. Like, listen to Bruce's isolated vocals on the latest tour. <laughs> right. Tell me that they're done. <laughs> right. They're not. Exactly. They're at the peak of their yeah. game. No, man, those guys are busier than ever. All yeah. doing stuff too, like individually. You know, they're always they're always staying busy doing doing all kinds of all kinds of things, and I think that's like what's kind of kept them going. You know. Yeah. Like they never really stopped it's harder for bands that would break up and take a long break and just like okay let's get back on it you know like nobody ever stopped playing music you know they never stopped touring they never kind of like you know they've they've just ramped up and up and up and steve hurts like cram a british line tour in between the two maiden tours you know what i mean he's just like that to me is crazy like that you know what i'm kind of bummed like i heard uh look some of the new british line stuff coming out and it's it's actually it's really good it's like i heard that spitfire oh dude it's i thought that was good we played a clip on here because that first album we were going to do an episode on yeah and i was like i'm gonna hold off on this because i don't think josh is gonna like it because i don't really like i had that song i'm bummed spitfire i think i think that should be on the new maiden album though if they're going in that direction right like I have high hopes for this new. Yeah, but don't like. Yeah, but I, what I you're saying is why doesn't he? Exactly. Why doesn't he turn yeah. it into I'm a like, new album. give that song to Bruce right yeah. now, dude. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's like, if I heard that song in a maiden new maiden yeah. album, I would be totally happy. Or yeah. if he took that in and said like Adrian. Yeah, exactly. Up, Adrian it up. Yeah. Adrian it up. Hey Yannick, go like throw <laughs> yeah. this thing around the room a couple <laughs> yeah. times, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, on that point, you know, we got the 16 studio, studio albums, all the live stuff, the new one coming. If you cherry picked all the solo on side projects, you could put together like three good Maiden albums if you fleshed them out, right? Like if you cherry picked around the various I, pieces. Yeah. See, I think so, but there's something there's about so it when Steve's not involved that makes it. It's not Maiden. It's not Maiden. You yeah. know, yeah. like and People I. People always say Chemical Wedding sounds like yeah. a Maiden album, but yeah. does it really? But if compared you took, to what that would be, if is, Steve is, Harris was is involved? Adrian on that record? No. Yeah, Adrian is he on, on that Karen, record? Yeah. He's on the Kemal. Um, and is Roy Z also on that? Boston yeah, Picasso, yeah. Skunkworks. No, right? Skunkworks he was in is, that band. No, Skunkworks is a separate band. I thought he was in that too. Okay. 
Yeah. He's a good one though. I got I'm gonna he reach. Out. I'm gonna. Good, I'm gonna works. reach out to him to get on the cast. He's a good dude. He lives. Oh, yeah? He lives near us. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool, man. He 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 probably he's a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, actually, I uh, wanted to. Some of our listeners, everybody knows you now from our podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And for a lot that. of people, uh, a lot of people now <laughs> write us all the time, like. Uh, and and people probably wonder why you're back and forth all the time, but you came to us like really early on, yeah. And we became buddies, and you got on the podcast, and you've done a ton for us. So I want to thank you for that. Yeah, and a little cheers, cheers for man. that. You're but yeah, you've introduced us to a bunch of good people. But yeah, it's been fun for us too to watch Night Demons Evolution. And you know, we were just talking about how much you gotta you know find your niche, and you still gotta be good. And like the Tim Ferriss model of a thousand true fans can can sustain yeah. an artist, but you gotta do the work. Yeah, you have right? to. And Tim Ferriss does the work, though. Yeah, and Tim Ferriss yeah. does the work. But, I mean, you too guys much. do the work. <laughs> yeah. Probably too well, much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, tell us what your year's been like and what you what you plan and what you see in the next year. Well, yeah, this year's been crazy. This is the first year since 2014 that we haven't toured. Yeah. And we kind of, we planned that on purpose just to kind of take a step back because we were just out there so much and, you know, work on some new material. And mm. out of nowhere, without even explaining to anybody like hey there's no tour is going to be planned we just started getting all these offers for one-offs yeah it's been crazy we actually had planned on taking some time off years from now to do that like yeah. okay well you build a big enough brand and like now you can be a one-off band you know where where promoters will will are willing to pay enough money to have you out there and bring you out just for like an exclusive performance you know, and uh, that's usually how the big bands roll now, you know, um, mm. because festivals, they want exclusives and stuff like that, you yeah. know, and uh, but that's just been happening this year because we mm. haven't been touring. So, like, I mean, we've been to Germany five times already this year. We've wow. been we've been to Brazil, but just weird one offs, too. Like uh, we did one in Pittsburgh, Tulsa. Mm. I mean, like it's just there's these hot spots, you know, they just bring us out. And here we are in St. John's, New, yeah. Newfoundland, Newfoundland, you know. Newfoundland, yeah, that's but, right. But that's, I mean, that's just cool. Like, it's just, yeah. it's cool to do that. The 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 touring thing is uh, can be a little bit of a burnout sometimes. So it's cool to just have one gig. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm, I'm fresh for one gig. I don't yeah. have to warm up like last night. You know, I don't have to like make sure I get eight hours, eight ten hours yeah. of sleep to save my voice because I got ten in a row. You know, I got four hours of sleep and then we're drinking beer again. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. But so we got um. We're going to Finland next week, and then we're doing the San Diego Metal Swap Meet, which is a really big, cool mm -hmm. thing. Um, and then we, uh, we're we going to uh, Germany for Halloween. We, we put on an event there every every year called Heavy Hamburg Halloween. Oh, cool. We're trying to bring, like, the Halloween culture over there. They don't celebrate it at all, like no dressing up or... But, yeah, we got that, and then we're going to go in studio with uh, Fleming Rasmussen, who did uh, the great Metallica albums, you know, and that's yeah. I'm excited about that in Denmark. And then we do a five-week tour with Sacred Reich, and it's cool. We're sharing a bus, and nice. it's, it's going to be cool. cool. Yeah, those guys are great. And then uh, next year, we got some new music coming out, and uh, tour plans are already um, coming together. We'll be doing the States in April and then back to Europe in, in May. And then we have a bunch of really cool festivals in the summer. So we'll see what yeah. shakes up. Every day something happens. I mean, before I came here, before you guys picked me up, I got a, we got an offer to go to Chile, you know? No like, way. yeah, for one show. Yeah. yeah. So. I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast, possibly the best podcast in the world. Because we were having a beer yesterday before the show, and you were talking about how, like, you're just basically living your dream. You know, like, you've built kind of a, a metal band now. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you, well, you built a big band, and, you know, you're getting to do all this stuff, and, like, it's just, it's becoming a reality. It is. It's funny, mm. though, how the dream evolves, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's always things that, like, you're like, man, I should really be more grateful for, for things, yeah. you know? But I guess part of being human and part of uh, building something is like no complacency, right? No, you, know? you got to so, be hungry. Right, right. Yeah. Um, you know, and and again, like just trying to find new ideas and new ways to do things and just racking your brain. And I mean, I'm like a weirdo. Like I'll do, I sit and like meditate on it, you know, and yeah. I'm like, where it's, I'm like, I know it, it's just kind of knowing, like I know it's going to come to me, you know, yeah. just like, you know, when we, when we started and we were, we were homeless for a long time, we just knew 
we knew what we were going to put into it and what we yeah. were putting in it, and we just felt comfortable with that. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, we know, we know we're going to survive. We know this, that this is going to be what we want it to be because we're gonna, we're just going to make it that way. You know, that's like right. that's just it. And there was one thing that you said. Um, you know, so I'm, I manage quite a few bands, but in my, in my office, I have like, uh, a, a few quotes on the wall, you know, yeah. just kind of things when I wake up and go to work at 6am and, and start, you know, hammering away from metal, you know, like, yeah. like the first thing on my door, it says, it says, who do you want to be today? That's right. You know, right. Like that's a boingo line, but, and then I have this other thing. Because I, I I'm always um, over committing to things because everything's like there's so many great opportunities that come yeah. my way and basically that 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 quote is if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no yeah that's right so it's yeah. like and that comes down to anything even yeah. if somebody says hey come to my party tonight or something you yeah. know it's just kind of like hey we have we're here on this earth for a limited time and like every minute counts you know it like, really does it yeah. does it's like and and you know when you're too busy I mean you're never too busy you're just yeah. that means you're you're just you know, you have to prioritize your life, right? Yeah. But you said something once on this on this podcast when you were talking about Maiden, something about when you have something when you have something good, yeah. And you and you you go for greatness and you take a huge risk and break that all down and because you're not complacent basically on what yeah. you have, even though it's really good. That's that's vision, you yeah. know, and that's is, yeah. that's like there's something to be said for that, you yeah. know, and like I always think about that too because it's like that's 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 the most important thing is there's a lot of risky moves that we take. That's right. And it's like you have to just trust your gut. Yeah. And like I think men have a really hard time with that, you know. Yeah. Like women no, always trust their gut. You hear about like women's intuition, yeah. you know, like when that's when, what it is, when yeah. something feels wrong, it's because it is, and is, you know yeah. you don't want to. You, I think like a lot of guys try and like they just kind of try and force their will. They're like, you know what? No, no, this isn't what I want. So I'm gonna make it right. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but if it's not, just go in another direction. Or That's just right. if it does feel right, and everybody else is telling you it's wrong, that doesn't matter. You still have to go with what you with what you feel. You know? Absolutely. And so I, I think the same way with Maiden and all the changes that they've made. You know, they've proven to it's proven to be a good move in the long run. Oh, it's been such a risk, and we talked about that recently when we did the. Uh... Um, well, I guess we've really got into it with the no prayer and the talking of Adrian leaving and then how they were jostling around into the blaze era. And, you know, it's easy to look at it now and say this didn't work and that didn't work. But they, they you know, they didn't give up. They did Brave New World. Right. right? So um, not that, not that you know, we've talked all the positivity about the blaze era. But it's, it's funny to talk like this because, you know, since, you know, we got to meet you in person. Um, it's funny, me and you have a whole entrepreneurial overlap. Sure. You and Nesbitt have all these tons of bands and, and deep knowledge on, on music, and it's really interesting. But I find that side of it, um, as a musician, the whole business side of it is so interesting. And I had the opportunity as, as an entrepreneur to work with an amazing entrepreneur in England. I was in this meeting one time, and he just said something. I, he, he was making a very bold, strategic move. And then there was people going, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. And I was sitting there, because I'm an entrepreneur like him. Yeah. I was like, let's do it. Let's let yeah. do this, right? And he was like... And the guy goes, it's it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And he stopped and he slammed his fist on the table. And he said, you know what? You're probably right. You're probably right. When someone says it's not going to work, they're usually right. They're right 90% of the time. He said, but people who say it won't work, it won't work, never build anything. Right? Yes. And I was just blown away. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that sums up like risk taking right there. Oh, He's so like, if that true. fails, I'm going to build something else. And then I'll build something else. And guess what? At the end of it, I'll have something built. And you'll be sitting there going, see, you failed. See, you failed. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Maiden could have could have hung it up after Seven Sun. That's right. And, like, they could have come back in 2000 mm-hmm. as a band and, and would have been, you know, would have been great. But I don't think they would be on the scale that they're doing now. There's yeah. something about carrying it on, man. And like even in the '90s, all the bands that when the new metal thing happened, like those bands were opening for Maiden, and I mm-hmm. had a lot of respect for Maiden and stuff like that. You know, I just think it's weird the consistency and the longevity of it all. And it's funny because mm-hmm. I don't know that we want to do that with Night Demon. I don't. No. I do. I don't. Like I, you know, I've said before. But you're not leaving music. I mean, you're no, just no, saying, no. I'm like, not. I'm not. I'm not. It's so. Do you vision like your 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 journey through music, as as like because you've said you've been in a ton of bands. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. A night team is the most special band though, for sure, for yeah. sure. And. It's hard now because man, we have so many devoted fans around the world. I mean, there's so many like night demon tattoos. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And like, you know, I I always want to keep the quality high. But with that said, 
that's what makes me feel yeah. that like, you know, like I was telling you guys yesterday, you know, like all of my favorite bands, it's like the first four records versus the first 10 years. That's really where it's at, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's right. But I feel that like if we, that's going to be the best output, right? So we shouldn't do anything after that. That's how I feel. Yeah. But I guess we'll cross that bridge when it comes. I, I can't, the more I talk about it though, I can't, I don't feel like, oh yeah, this is going to end, you know? No. I kind of just, but I also don't feel the need or want to just keep cranking out a record every year yeah. just to do it. And I think that's, you know, the business model has changed. You know, before mm. you, you know, you relied so much on record companies, you had to make a record to go out and tour because the label's going to give you tour support mm. and you have to have something to promote, right? Yeah. And now I just don't think that's true. Like even Maiden, like, look at, this is a greatest hits tour. Yeah. And it's the biggest it's tour the biggest they've done, ever, yeah. right? So that's like, right. I like that them as people, they want to create new music. And for hardcore fans like ourselves, like, of course we want to hear mm. that. But they're already good in our minds. Like, they're already set, you know? Yeah. Like, there's nothing... And I feel that the the more crap that you put out in your career, all you're doing is taking away from what you've already, like, mm. laid down. I mean, you can't take away what you've done, yeah. but it's just like, okay, yeah. obviously there was a good era of the band, you that's know? That's right. That's right. I don't know, but you guys you know are... how you usually feel when when someone's like, "You should listen to this band," and I go, "Oh well, I listened to this and this. I didn't like it." No, no, no. Don't listen to those albums. Listen to these two <laughs> yeah, albums. Right, and you're right. like, "Oh, that it changes your opinion of it." Yeah. Right. So it's you like know? we're we've, we've had a really good track record, and like the last couple of records that we put out, although our only two full lengths, like yeah. we're very, you know, I don't I don't know if we've gotten a bad review. I mean, maybe yeah. one out of a out of five hundred. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we've won awards. We've got we've topped. A lot of charts, a lot of fan charts. You know, we've had the number one record in a lot of publications mm. twice in a row. And then the first time, I was like, okay, well, there's. I had no expectations after that when Darkness Remains came out because there's yeah. one. There's one direction to go from number one, right? You know? Yeah. You know, they say lightning doesn't strike twice, and it did. You know, but yeah. I don't know if it strikes a third time. So it's it's hard. Like there's a lot of pressure, but you you know, I look at. Look at all the, you know, Ride the Lightning got, like, terrible reviews when it came out. You know, Maiden's been slammed for a lot of things. And it's like, yeah. come on, man. These are records that you look at. And that doesn't like, make sense. They're like, they're like the Bible. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. you know. So, uh, you know, it's, it's hilarious. We want to put out stuff when it's right and when mm. it's when it feels good and when the quality is high. I'd rather not do it just because we have to. Yeah. You know, so I think that's where we're at. And I think that's the, um, you know, I may change my thought process on on that but, but if i do it's only because we're really we're um we're, we're producing creatively at a very high level yeah you know? and that's consistent it's just hard to keep that sometimes you know it's hard to keep that keep that spark so i think i think waiting until the time is right to do it is 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 really important you know absolutely and uh you know i think i probably think maiden's doing that these days you know mm. i could i could i could i could see that mm. especially i mean they pretty much have their own label yeah, they do. Yeah. You know, and BMG's behind them, and they distribute them. And I know the people over there, and they're they're great. You know, they're really all about everything that Maiden does. They're like genuinely excited about it. You know. Yeah. Are you looking forward to a new album? Um. Yes, because if there's no new record, that means in the world of Iron Maiden, if yeah. there's no new record, then nothing's happening. That's right. You know, I mean, they just did this. They're doing this. They're doing this Legacy of the Beast tour, and I yeah. think that's great. I'll see that every year, but they're not the guys that are going to do that. You know, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna do another album tour. You know, I mean, it has to be. Eh? I'm looking forward to a new album, but I have no expectations. Like I said, you know, I have no expectations. I would hope, like again, like the British Lion tune. I thought, man, I would be happy if that was an Iron Maiden song. I think it's great. Like, yeah. like. I'm I'm not expecting an ace is high, you know, like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but you know, with the last album, I know you guys love Book of Souls so much, um, you know, I liked it too, but oh, I can sense your tone. Well, <laughs> these are fighting words. Get out another beer. You my didn't problem. Like the courses, yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. My yeah. problem. My problem podcast. with the with the yeah. with the Maiden stuff um, in recent years is just they're just too long. Yeah, they're too drawn out. You know, like, get back to the three-and-a-half-minute song. Give me a two minutes to midnight. You know, like, let's yeah. go for it. Like, I get it, you know? Yeah. We get it. Yeah. And, like, let's get in and get out. Especially yeah. because, okay, so you guys saw us last night. We played for 70 minutes. Yeah. And we played 18 songs. Yeah. Okay? Like, there's yeah. a reason why we keep our stuff short because it's like we get the point across. We don't need to totally milk it. Let's move on to the next, you know? Yeah. I go see two hours of Maiden. 
And I mean, I'm not getting that that output. Yeah, you know, it's right. like I if I'm gonna hear seven new album tracks, I don't want that to be more than half of the set. You know, That's like right. like I want. I want to be like, let's get on with it, you know. That's so a fair take. yeah, or just yeah. do some edits live, or so do a medley, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like you know, because. Yeah. But that's you know whatever it's their artistry. But I'm just saying, as a fan, it's frustrating because it just takes up it takes too it takes up too much damn time. Like I think yeah. they could, like I, you ever listen to a great thirty minute album? It's like yeah. man, you just put I'll listen to it three times in a yeah. row. It's yeah. awesome, you yeah. know. Like how long are those Misfits albums? Oh, 22 minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. you're getting 16 tracks. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, so there's just something to be said for that, I think. And, and that's that's my only gripe with it. Because, you know, new album tour, it's like, they're mm. really, they're going for it. They're playing a lot. And I do like that because I do like that they're playing new stuff and mm. a lot of it. Because yeah. most of the bands... That that are, most of the legacy acts, you're 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 getting a new album that maybe has one, maybe two good songs. You'll hear yeah. those live, and the other songs don't exist. They're yeah. just, and that's frustrating for an artist too. I mean, can you imagine? You know, yeah. like being so excited about your new tunes and never being able to play them live because you just yeah. got to play the hits. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? So yeah. I guess Maiden fans are like, they know what they're getting. They know they're getting mm. the five. Or six songs off of they, I think people know now what's going on, yeah. you know, especially mm. like I think, you know, when Final Frontier came out and they did that tour and they were basically playing the greatest hits from like the new era, you know, yeah. a lot of fans did not know what to yeah. expect. And it's funny because I think around that time is when Maiden got its biggest, like not I, I think they're bigger now, but yeah. that's when really they were hitting their peak. I don't know why they just kind of kept going. Yeah, they were going from like eight thousand seaters up, 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 up. You know. Yeah, and like I think a lot of people were bummed on that tour because they were expecting to hear all the things. I mean, and you heard Number of the Beast, Fear of the Dark, Wrath Child, okay, yeah. Yeah, and Iron Maiden. You know, yeah. but everything yeah. else is like nobody had any knowledge of what this. You know. What are what are all these yeah. songs, you know? And it's like, but it's like you can't deny that they're good. It's like, oh, yeah. this is good, you this know. Good, but then you yeah. think, oh, here comes the, the next one. Yeah, what's this gonna be? You know? <laughs> yeah, but with the set list known in advance, I mean, I kind of put that back. Yeah, the but band. you gotta understand, yeah. there's so many people that are not diehard fans that go to these shows. More yeah. than half the crowd, like at in 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 L. A. where there's you know forty forty five thousand yeah. people, you know, like they're just. They're like, yeah, tailgate, Iron yeah. Maiden. This is my. What's, what's the Maiden shirt uh, percentage? Like, what's the density in a crowd of Maiden shirts? There's a lot, dude. Yeah, yeah, pretty well, 100 yeah. percent, right? Or like yeah. 85 or 90. We counted. We saw more Ghost shirts than Metallica shirts though this what? time. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, but whatever. Who you know, Maiden did a license with H and M. Like, mm. you can get a Maiden shirt anywhere. Yeah, you know, I mean, like it's just it's a thing now. It's like a Kardashian wears a Maiden shirt. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like that's the thing. It's like it basically that logo says heavy metal. Yeah. You know, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a cool name, and it's just like it could be a trendy thing for whoever wants to do that. It's yeah, so, yeah. You walk up to someone, they got a Maiden shirt on. Hey, you like Iron Maiden? They're like, who? Yeah, <laughs> or just like it's. It's. I think it's been. I'd be branded. Like, Give me that shirt. Yeah, I think it's been branded in everybody's mind. You know, yeah. I mean, I remember even being a kid, like at the county fair, and you see like the you know Iron Maiden Coke mirrors. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's like oh okay, it's like the Quiet Riot guy or whatever. It's like it's like Iron Maiden. It's like you know, the Metallica, just a logo. You yeah. can write anything in that font and like normal people would know that what that is yeah, right? Yeah, that's right so the brand has carried on yeah. and i think it's like again it's like people just going like oh this is gonna be like cool like we're yeah. you know people that don't go to concerts go to iron maiden concerts, but it's funny right? when you talk like that because metallica i completely agree but with iron maiden the general knowledge of the brand for me is so misunderstood whenever anyone sees oh, it they think yeah. it's super heavy oh yeah. and i'm like no oh, yeah. absolutely yeah. the opposite yeah. And and they they just think like oh Iron Maiden they they put it up there with like Motley Crue or like you know like I don't know what it is oh dude I mean try crazy. being us I think man. a lot of people think yeah. Iron Maiden Slayer yeah oh like yeah really noisy like, right and you're even, not in the middle at all yeah. oh, look our band's called Night Demon right so yeah. like you know anywhere we go people are always like are you guys in a band yes Night Demon oh whoa it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. we play heavy metal oh yeah I'm not so much into that and it's like well okay if you really listen to us it's basically like classic rock like yeah. there's tons of hooks <laughs> yeah. There's like clean singing all the way through, yeah, you yeah. know, but they automatically think it's like a, it's like gore, death, uh, you know, like. And, in fairness, and, I was expecting blood to come out of the chalice. <laughs> <laughs> we had beer in it last night. Nice. 
<laughs> but but you know, I mean, that's like kind of the stigma. But that's like again, fuck mainstream people. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. And the mainstream's pretty much dead now because mm. of communications. You know, it's dead. I mean, yeah. it's it's it doesn't matter anymore. You know, it's hollowed. Yeah, like things things are the things that are mainstream and super popular. Like guys like us don't really know about. And like no. when we find out about it, we're like, oh wow, what's this? Like I'm late to the party, kind of yeah. like, oh wait, what did this guy do? And he raps or something, or like yeah. he does this thing, you know? And it's like, well, wait a minute, that's cool. Like finally, I'm not part of the the herd of sheep, you know? Yeah. Like I'm not consumed by it because I don't know and I don't care, you know? Yeah. It's very interesting how that is. As before, you know, you had. You had very few sources of media, and the record labels controlled radio, and, you know, you had to go to a store and get something, and, like, yeah. that was the whole thing, you know, back in the day. Like, you had to get signed. If you got signed, you didn't necessarily make it, but you totally had a chance. Without a record company, you had zero chance to do anything. You had zero chance, unless you were Black Flag and you started your own label. Yeah. And even then, it was an uphill battle, getting yeah. distributors and all that stuff. You know, it took them 25 years to be popular, and they weren't even a band anymore. You know? Yeah. But so. now the internet is like a, it's just an enclave of neat Dude, niches, it's right? great, It's awesome. Man. It's great. Yeah, you go listen to the podcast, you want listen to music, you want to go to the websites, you want to talk on the forums, you want. It's actually deadly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Deadly. <laughs> Deadly. <laughs> but like, you know, and then people have their own websites, which is social media, and yeah. like they their their circle of friends are influenced directly about what their circle of friends are doing. Yeah. You know? So all it takes is one person with some friends to start talking. You know, word of mouth is still the best way. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. it's like you can't of any bought or paid advertising, you know, word of mouth is oh my is, God. is the way to Every go. listener we have have done yeah. that way. We don't yeah. we don't we did like one or two Facebook yeah. posts or something. But like wearing like, a t shirt is a form of word of yeah. mouth, I guess. You yeah, know, or is. just like you know, they say that like in advertising it takes like uh five or six times of seeing something to really get it ingrained in your head. That's yeah. why you see commercials repeat so many times, okay. you know. That's right. And so, you know, you see it enough iron maiden shirts hey something's going on like there's a there's a thing you know right yeah. you know yeah so yeah. i don't know i i hate to admit it when i was living in ireland and england i hadn't seen maiden and you know i was a pretty naive maiden fan i just listened to it all the time sure. on, on my uh, on my na ipod nano right. uh back in the early days nesbitt had loaded me up so i was in europe and all i had on my phone all i had was every maiden track and like four Led Zeppelin albums yeah. and so like I just listened one through four I hope yeah, yeah. Okay. One through four, that's all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, the um, and like I just listened to uh, Maiden all the time that's all yeah. I listened to and then I was walking home from work one day and there was Maiden shirts everywhere and I was like man this is weird and I even put it together in my mind right like I didn't have any Maiden friends there but I didn't go to, and then someone you know was like you like Iron Maiden and I said yeah they were like they played the you know the O2 last night I was like Oh really? I should have went to that, and I never really thought about it. Right? <laughs> I was there, like, oh my god! What? Now I now I just want to kill myself when I think about that. It's just such a universal band, though. I mean, like, I have so many friends that are like, they're like, they're like hardcore kids. They're like, yeah. in, they're in hardcore punk bands, and like, that's their world. Yeah. Like, they shit on metal, but they love Maiden, yeah. and they know all the songs. And I guess part of having a discography, there is a good side to it. Like, there's always people. Everybody has a different favorite record. There's always a different record that got them into the band. You yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying? Like all my hardcore friends, they like Seventh Son is like it's like it's like that's the second coming for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm Always like and I'm like, dude, have you heard the first album? Like, yeah. have you heard Killers? Like you, yeah. this is right up your alley. And they're like, Yeah, I don't really like it. It's like it's not it's not Bruce. And I'm like, wait, wait, you like the fantasy album? Yeah, like, you're right? like the most hardcore dude I know. Yeah. Yeah. But now later on, years later, a friend of mine came to me at a wedding a couple years ago and he's like, dude. I've been listening to the first two records a lot. Like, forget everything I told you. you know? I was <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, I was He's like, like yeah. certainly don't tell this. I know story Josh on the came around podcast. like on that too. Yeah. You know, it's oh, like, time. it's like, dude, it's a journey. you know, the inch, you know, it's kind of funny. I think that the inch, if you get introduced to Maiden on the first two records, it might not. It's good, but it might not quite grab you initially no. as much as like. A somewhere in yeah. time track yeah, with yeah. Bruce, where you're like, "What is this?" Right? Yeah. You Three know, seven. right? Yeah. You know, so that's kind of yeah. interesting. You know, yeah, like totally. if if your intro was running free, you might be like, "Cool," you know, yeah. Yeah. but but it, you might not have 
like caught the bug where I need to know more about this. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting. Yeah, right? For me, it was Best of the Beast, and then and then you know, a matter. Oh well, there that. you go. That's really? great. Yeah. I mean, dude, starting yeah. off. See, so for me, it was Live After Death, which is basically an early greatest hits. And that was live. my first yeah. one too. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. How are you gonna deny that? Yeah, you know? I still got the cassette. Yeah. Uh, shade. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I played bass too. I never heard a bass guitar like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And like it was so loud in the mix, and I was like, I can tell you, if I started on Balls of Picasso, there wouldn't be a podcast. Yeah, you guys hammered that. Yeah. Oh. But see, I didn't, again, didn't. I yeah. was again like when that record came out, I bought it the day it came out. Like I was, I was like, I was in it, you know, yeah. and I was like pumped on it because like I thought the production was kind of bad, but like and they had a lot of stabs. Sacred Cowboys, um, yeah. uh, Tears of the Dragon. Like man, yeah. I played the shit out of that yeah. record, yeah. you know. Hey, do you guys know the story behind uh, uh, the photo shoot for the cover? Um, yes, he did, did it in he the talk last about it minute. In his book? I think we did. Or did he? T- no, he he had he maybe, had artwork done. It ended up on an Anthrax album. No, no, no. Okay, listen. Maybe he talked about it. The spoken word thing. So yeah. the the cover of of, of uh, Balls to Picasso. He's standing in a bathroom. Yeah. Mm. And it's just Sharpie written on like tagged yeah. behind written him, right? Tiles, yeah. Right. Yeah. So he had an idea. He had the idea for the cover concept, and he's like, "Let's go to a bathroom and do this, right?" So the record company is like, "Oh yeah, that's great. That's cool. We'll get this guy to shoot it." Some like famous photographer. Photographer. Okay, cool. So he goes and shows up to what he thinks they're going to walk into a bathroom, right? Dude, talk about fucking lame major label uh, excess, okay? They fucking went to like a warehouse soundstage and recreated and built a fucking bathroom wall like in the tiles and all this shit and just with a sharpie wrote it up there and had this whole big photo shoot and he's like no I don't need to walk into a dirty men's room like that's what it's about they rebuilt the whole thing and created it and like yeah it's like what the fuck like cost hundreds of thousand dollars but they did that to get around buying the cover art which you wanted right because he had cover art done and then he decided it was too expensive, and it ended up getting sold and rolled into another album. We covered yeah, it on the podcast. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Yeah, so he actually had artwork, but it was way too expensive. So that's ridiculous. God, I don't know that side of the Yeah, story. Hypnosis, we, you know them? Oh, they, yeah, they didn't right. Okay, form, okay, but, yeah. right, right. And it's a giant ball. But yeah, I think when I saw I saw his podcast. spoken word in Switzerland, he told yeah. that story, and it was like, how ridiculous is that? I know. Just the excess yeah. of, like... Yeah, it's crazy. I know, that's, and you can see that now, too, with... Uh, you know, like major advertising companies where they try and recreate authentic for online and yeah. it's just garbage. And people just want real people with like, you know, warts and all with a shitty yeah. camera just being real people. And I then know. they try and recreate right? it with some right? like actor And it looks bullshit. so fake. Yeah. But that's just so weird how the world is advancing like with, uh, just with, um, you know, digital everything, you know, yeah. it's kind of like you can, you can recreate something. A digital artist can recreate anything now to make it look like real and great. And, yeah. and you know, and just like, you know, it's funny that I come like, you know, the record, a lot of people in the music industry complain that like, oh, well, like there's no money anymore. Like music's free and all this. And like, I thought about this, right. As an artist, I'm like, yeah, this sucks, dude. This is terrible. Right. Yeah. But I've, before this happened, I was just a constantly broke person because I yeah. bought so much music in my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, like, I'm not kidding. When there was a span that I wanted to just check out, I had to go yeah. buy the album. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and that's all I did. All my money went to DVDs and vinyl and CDs forever. Yeah, right. I was perpetually broke because yeah. I had to have music. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that's true, that's man. Ca- if you look at your how many CDs you own, oh my, God. times those by twenty bucks a pop. Oh and yeah. You're like, I don't even want to. And times those by like 1992, 20 bucks a pop. That's okay. Too, yeah. yeah. Like okay. <laughs> you know, like yeah. think about when you're making four dollars an hour. Yeah. You exactly. know? Yeah. That's yeah, no. crazy. Yeah. Minimum yeah. wage was uh, four or five bucks an hour when I bought. Or maybe it was five bucks. Guns and Roses, Usual Illusion, one and two for sixty dollars, thirty dollars each. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, man, I got some uh, Night Demon merch now. Holy God, you brought us some. I had some. I bought <laughs> pretty well everything there. Last I'm gonna night. send you guys some more stuff. I got, I got seven Night Demon shirts now. Dude, you can never have enough. <laughs> dude, hey, listen, enough. there's people out there that have like fifty different designs, man. Totally. Like, don't, don't yeah, worry. I gotta man. keep going, yeah. dude. Why not? You know, yeah, why not? No problem with that. Anyway, I hope we get to go to a Maiden show soon. Yeah, well, it would yeah. be great to go to Maiden with you guys, and it's it's really good to be here, man. I mean, I really, like, I'm stoked. Like, the main the main thing coming out here, I was most excited uh, was to actually to come hang out with you guys. So this yeah. is, like, this is super, super cool. And I just got to say, if there, I, there has to be listeners out there that are like me that feel the same way about this podcast. And I just hope that that... It's it goes 
I hope that this thing keeps going as long mm. as Maiden goes. Honestly, man, no, no pressure. But, <laughs> you know, I know it's probably hard talking about one band, but yeah. you guys do it well, and there's always something going on, and it's just so great when there's things happening with the band and it's current and like. I don't know. There's a whole community behind it, and they might not be as vocal to you guys as I am, but like, mm. we need this, man. We need oh, yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> we need this. Yeah. We Appreciate need this. that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So thank you guys, and, and we will be back. We will be back here. Yeah. Cool. And now, now we get to go off and have a few more beer. That's it. All right. Until next time, up the irons and down the humps. Yeah.